2: When you found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to Bluenile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at Bluenile.com for $50 off your purchase. Bluenile.com code LISTEN. February 2nd, 2021. A glorified woodchuck. A series of king suitists like Carol Baskin. Climate change and corporate bullies. This is Awesome Today. Awesome Today is a daily show, even though it technically isn't every day. It is barely edited and sometimes offensive. It is a good show. Some might even call it awesome. If you are friends with someone who doesn't think this show is awesome, you deserve better friends.
3: Hello and how are you? I was doing my preparatory (laughs) breathing. My eyes were closed. <laughs> I and know. You, I didn't. You just <laughs> okie-doked me.
1: I didn't realize until I looked at you that you were
3: still I was,
1: meditative.
3: I was mind prepping. Now, this whole episode's going to be a bigger disaster than normal. <laughs>
1: I'm sorry. Sometimes you get annoyed with me because I wait too long.
3: I always make eye contact with you. Oh, is that the signal? And what I get disturbed when you just don't do anything and I'm staring at it my eyeballs are drying out. I'm trying to stare. And
1: we've been yeah. doing this since last spring. I didn't know the signal was when you make eye contact. With yeah. me. It's the it's the universal introvert signal. Yeah. Now's your time.
3: You looking at you go. Everyone knows this. (laughs) Well, it's February second.
1: Yes. I think
3: if I can see, I've got to open my eyes now. I guess to see the notes. Yes. Um, It's Groundhog Day.
1: Yeah, it is.
3: We referenced this yesterday as we recorded because of the news people that thought they knew better than the Groundhog. Yes. Um, 1887 was the inaugural Mm -hmm. Groundhog Day. It's not the first annual. It's the inaugural. Right. There's a difference. Look it up. So. As it goes, for those of you unfamiliar who I'm deeply saddened for if you don't know this already, if a groundhog or rather a woodchuck mm. or marmot mm. does in fact happen happen to emerge from its burrow today and see its shadow then we're all screwed six more weeks of winter
1: Well I mean if you like winter then you're rejoicing in the streets
3: and you're you've got bigger problems. <laughs> We should have a COVID hog.
1: Oh, I hate the sound of that. But what would it
3: do? Well, what would it look it, like? If it doesn't see its shadow, then COVID's almost over. Okay. If it does, then it's only six more weeks.
1: Okay. I like it. Yeah. I can get on board with a COVID hog.
3: Should it just be like a, a gigantic hog?
1: Yeah, like from the county fair.
3: Right? All crap up its legs and just <laughs> Absolutely.
1: Because okay. that's more symbolic of COVID. Yeah. than uh...
3: Rotten vegetables in front of it. On the ground, and it's just like, whatever.
1: Yes, that feels right.
3: Okay.
1: How will we know if it sees its shadow?
3: Um, I think in the case of the COVID hog, it's up to a spotter to see the shadow on behalf of the hog.
1: Yes, okay. It's too lazy. Right, for sure. Anything else remarkable about today?
3: Well, it is National Tater Tot Day.
1: Stuff some down in the pockets of your jeans?
3: Yes, Napoleon Dynamite, do it. There's nothing better than a pocket tot.
1: Pocket tots. I love
3: tater tots. Yeah. I like I like to completely, almost completely submerge them in ketchup. Mm. Or ketchup mustard mix or sometimes barbecue sauce.
1: Yes, it's true. I haven't had, <clears throat> I haven't had tater tots in a hot minute. I
3: can't be trusted around tater tots.
1: <laughs> and your favorite place to buy them from is? Sonic. It's the only way. Yeah.
3: It's the one true way. Yeah, they do a great job. Super crispy. Yeah. But you got to eat them hot.
1: Oh, yeah. Don't even... like you let them
3: get cold and it's it's bad news. Just
1: like McDonald's fries. If you let a right? McDonald's fry get cold, it's over. Right. It's, life has come to its natural end. They
3: are not even fit to give away.
1: Or feed to the COVID hog. Or
3: to... Right? The COVID hog's like, did you have any more <laughs> rotten lettuce?
1: <laughs> well, would you like to know that this is somebody's birthday? I actually know somebody whose birthday is today, but I don't want to... Who? It's the daughter of a friend of mine from high school. I always just remember she was born on Groundhog's Day. Okay. Uh, but if it's your birthday today, you do share it with one of Charlie's angels, one Ms. Farrah Fawcett. Now, if you'll hold still for five minutes, my dad will be happy to tell you how he went to high school with Farrah Fawcett.
3: Oh, whatever. It,
1: that's a true fact. I've seen her in the yearbook. Whatever. Uh, believe me, my dad has
3: your dad instilled took this story. Storytelling me. lessons from Ethel.
1: How dare you, How dare first you? of all. How dare you, sir? How dare you? But Listen, it's a true fact.
3: Dave is a liar.
1: Well, that's true. But this part, I have se- I have seen the receipts of it. They did go to high school together. It was a high school of thousands of kids in Corpus Christi. He did not know her, but he, they did graduate. I'll do,
3: high some, high I'll do some digging around. I may or may not report back. Don't I'm, tell
1: my dad.
3: Much like the new press secretary who continually tells people, We'll circle back to that and then never follows up with anyone.
1: I do that all the time. <laughs> yeah,
3: Maybe we should be press secretaries. Maybe I, that's the calling of this show. Press secretary today.
1: No, you would be bad at it, but I do think I you would You kidding be, me? I think I'd be a I'd great press I'd snap that professor. damn
3: room into order in no time. About I know. But the first snide remark, I'd beat the crap out of somebody. There'd be no more problems. Uh-huh. They'd have to bring me in in a cage.
1: <laughs> I love it. I love doing the visual this.
3: of that. I'll reach out to Joe. I feel like he knows somebody I know.
1: Yeah, that's, that's most likely true. Yeah. Six degrees of Joe Biden. Right. Okay.
3: Or Harry Styles, as it were.
1: Uh-oh. Foreshadowing. Uh-oh.
3: Okay. Um, 1709. I know you like an older one. It's not ancient, it's but it's not older. It's
1: ancient, Rome. Come
3: on. Alex- Alexander
1: Selkirk. I, thought, I literally thought you were about to say Alexander Skarsgård. Do you know who that is? Sheriff, nope. Sheriff Eric Northman from oh, True okay. Blood and other many other acting roles. I thought well, that, I thought he was in the like too. He did
3: in his character of True Blood. He lived long before oh, and long
1: after. That's very true. Yes.
3: Um, so yeah, Alexander Selkirk is rescued after being marooned on a desert island for five years. Mm. And if that sounds familiar, it's because his story is the inspiration for literary classic Robinson Crusoe.
1: Which I have not read, but I feel like you have.
3: I I have.
1: Okay.
3: It's not as fun of a read as I would have imagined, but it is a good story. Was this also inspiration for the later Tom Hanks film? Yeah, yeah. Castaway.
1: Castaway. Yes. Thank goodness. You I don't think one. he had a volleyball though.
3: Hmm. The original Alexander didn't, or Robinson.
1: Okay. None no. of them. Right. No volleyballs. No yet. volleyballs. Yeah. Well, in 1802, the first leopard, mm-hmm. the big cat, leopard. 1802. 1802. First leopard exhibited in the United States. So here's how it worked: For 25 cents, you could take a look at it. Mm-hmm. Don't put your hands in the cage,
3: ding-dongs. Right. That's not where your hands go. No. Leopards love hands. They're known for their hand-loving.
1: Um, I, for most of my childhood... I'm just going to say from most of my childhood, so this doesn't seem more weird than it is. I was obsessed with big cats, Mm -hmm. lions, tigers, leopards, panthers, bobcats, mountain lions, like the whole, all of them.
3: Mega exotic.
1: But now as an an adult, when I see, it's really hard for me to go to the zoo. I don't, the kids love the zoo. It makes me so sad in my heart for every single animal there, except for the peacocks. The peacocks are living their best peacock life because they're free range. Well, They fly around in the zoo making their weird peacock sounds. Their
3: peacock sound is, in fact, a high-pitched running together of the words, let me out. That's true. And so they would be disappointed were they not somehow in captivity, (laughs) or they would just feel like, I've been resigned to repeating, the only thing I can say is the stupidest phrase ever because I'm free. So they're they really are living their best lives.
1: Um, the Oklahoma City Zoo doesn't have just regular peacocks; they have albino or white peacocks. Mm-hmm. Do you know who else famously, li- literally had uh, albino or white peacocks?
3: Um, Edgar Allan Poe.
1: No, the Malfoys. No, the Edgar Allan Harry- Poe. That's, that, he, that's not he's a real person. Yeah,
3: and a literary character.
1: No, he was there's a- been
3: movies about him. Mm-hmm. He was a real person. Listen, you can be both. I'm just saying. Are you going to finish this one or not? Well,
1: this is the important thing, the most important thing. If you you zoned out while I was talking about white peacocks, come Mm -hmm. back to me. Because the owner of this first leopard on exhibit in the United States was affectionately known as
3: the Leopard King. Yes, he was.
1: Later arrested for trying to hire someone to kill Ms. Carol Baskin.
3: Of course. That was the whole point of this... Who cares about the rest? It was that this is not a new plot.
1: Were you so annoyed that I
3: wasn't talking you, about it yet? You pretty much <laughs> crapped all over the presentation. <laughs> uh, I look like an idiot now as a writer. No. Yeah. yeah. I'm used to it, though. I am the family's whipping boy.
1: So. <laughs> That's why we have to bring you into a cage to press
3: conferences. It's Why I... Yes. My... The only place I am able to take my rage out is on people outside of this family. Here, I'm just a docile, limp noodle of a mass of beaten humanity. Mm
1: -hmm. Yes. No
3: pride, no respect.
1: Yeah.
3: It's. I'd cry if I had any tears left. (laughs) All right. Well, in London, 1852,
1: Mm -hmm.
3: the first British public men's toilet opens up.
1: Alright. Way Twenty
3: five cents you could take a look at it. Its owner, what? affectionately known <laughs> as the Toilet King, was arrested for trying to hire someone to kill Carol Baskin. She had used the toilet, but was of course not a man.
1: <laughs> now I see why it is so important that I got do to do that the rest yeah. of it.
3: <laughs> That's now I feel like I'm just I'm flailing. I'm literally swimming downward trying to reach the surface. Oh,
1: my gosh. My face hurts from laughing already. 1863, Samuel Langhorne Clemens, for the first time, publishes a little literary something something under a pseudonym. You may know him as Mark Twain. Mark
3: Twain. Yep. I wonder why that name. I mean, Samuel Langhorne Clemens, it may not fit on all the book covers, but it's a good name.
1: Did you say boat covers?
3: I said book covers. It wouldn't fit on a boat cover if you did it long ways. I don't know if you did it across the back. It may not fit.
1: I wonder if that was a a deeply repressed Freudian slip because the reason he chose Mark Twain is because it's riverboat technology, not technology, terminology.
3: Is it real? Well, maybe I did say boat or maybe you manifested that I did and I did. (laughs) I don't know. How that works, but okay.
1: That was freaky. Okay.
3: 1921, a short article is published in a a local Pennsylvanian newspaper. Okay. Attempting to espouse the things that people are looking for when attempting to identify the ideal place to live.
1: Oh, okay.
3: And so the criteria or criterion, which is it? Criterion. Okay.
1: No, criteria.
3: Criteria is multiple? Yeah, criterion is singular. So yeah, that that they identified one attractiveness of the place in general.
1: Yeah. Oh, I already know. needs to be a decent
3: looking place. Yeah. There's anybody want to drive through different parts of a big city or through multiple small towns around the land. You'll find plenty of places. It's like, huh? I want, Hmm. Why'd they do that? Mm-hmm. Um, not attractive. So that's a thing. Number two, healthfulness, which as they defined, it was availability of adequate health care. Oh sure, hmm and well, I'll come back to that uh number three, quality of education that's available okay. i didn't they didn't say this, I would assume that that potentially could also apply to how how much education have these old boys received here sure uh, you don't want to live around a bunch of idiots
1: well,
3: if you can help it, if you can help it, mm-hmm. I mean some of us marry into it. What? Uh-oh. It happens, okay? You're not an idiot. You know that. I'm not talking about me marrying you. Okay. Uh, maybe the other way around. Okay. Who knows? You said it. Friendliness of the people, mm-hmm. which seems real here, but I've, I've never thought that in bigger urban areas that people cared so much about that.
1: I don't think they do.
3: Maybe it was just the small town Pennsylvania perspective. I don't know.
1: Yeah, that makes sense.
3: Um, types. And amount of entertainment that is available, which in 1921...
1: That's what I'm thinking, 1921, what? I don't know.
3: What did people do? They didn't even have the Frisbee or the, what was it called? The Dino Disc or the original name that was I don't think they even had a Rubik's Cube. No, of course not. That was 75. Did they have moving picture shows,
1: even Um, if they were silent ones? Maybe,
3: maybe. I'm guessing it was more like, anybody here got a groundhog? And... (laughs) Let's see if we can make yeah. it see a shadow. Woo-wee, it's a shadow race. Um, something like that. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know why they were hillbillies, but they were. It's, it's
1: You'd be surprised in, in rural Pennsylvania. That's just, true. You can come across.
3: Um, accessibility of necessities. And all I can guess yeah. is maybe that's, it was the general store handy oh, yes. or something. I don't know. Um, and then business and employment opportunities.
1: I feel like that should be at the top of the list, but what do for I then know? or
3: for now? Anytime. What would you pick out of that list or otherwise for today? For myself? Yeah.
1: Probably, golly, attractiveness is high on the list. Although mm-hmm. we don't live in an attractive
3: place per se. Well, we live in an attractive neighborhood.
1: Yeah, definitely.
3: It's a very old, heavily treed... Well, it used to be before the ice storm. Yeah. Now it's just old and heavily toothpicked.
1: Yes. Um, But Oklahoma City is one of the worst examples of urban sprawl in the United States.
3: And it's a very... You're you're really beginning to enter into the true plains of Oklahoma here. There's not a whole lot of undulation and things. Very different. I know previously I was less than enthusiastic about Tulsa, but Tulsa's gorgeous. You actually have some... Some hills and some thing, heavy greenery. It's, uh, it's a very yeah. pretty place.
1: And like, if you think about a city like Austin, Texas, which is a nightmare to live in, you know why so many people live there? It's pretty, beautiful yeah. in the Texas Hill Country.
3: Yeah.
1: Um. See, I think that like, if you can, whatever you're doing, make a living where you are. Mm-hmm. That's got to be like at the top of the list.
3: Sure. Well, yes and no because. Uh, Think about the, the volume of people that will gladly make a one-hour commute each way.
1: Well, I guess. Okay. I don't know. Any way the wind blows is fine with me.
3: You just, as long as it's pretty, you'll live there?
1: <laughs> kind of.
3: Okay. Well, um, this is going nowhere in a hurry. I Straight like, three.
1: Ha, you know what I would put on here, but they didn't have it in 1921, is convenience factor.
3: Well, I'm not saying you have to pick their house for them. Oh. But convenience to what? Like, I don't um, want... Accessibility of necessities?
1: That's it. That's, that is on the list? That is on the From list. From back then? It is number one for me. I don't want to drive. I okay. do not want to drive 20 minutes to the
3: grocery store. Okay. I would be furious so, about that. Walk this path with me. You're familiar with the uh childhood home of mine and where it was in location to yes. city and shopping. And mm-hmm. literally it was the complete opposite side of town mm-hmm. where the Walmart was. Mm-hmm. Um, Not a whole lot in between for getting things done. Right. And it took, what, a solid 15 to 20-minute yes. drive. But it was, wasn't like heavily trafficked or no. anything. So is that unacceptable to you?
1: Yeah, I don't like that. Okay. I'm very... Very, after almost nine years of our neighborhood, I'm very spoiled to my bubble where it's like seven to 15 minutes maximum to anywhere I'm
3: going. Well, let's say it's 22 minutes on the dot to get from your place to just truly the Mecca of all the things that you could want or need to do. And your home was perched either on the side or top of a mountain, literally, that overlooked the entire town and the ocean and things.
1: Well, all right, I could
3: I can handle that. Like, uh, what's the what's the Italian crud? I think it's Italian place. Um,
1: Did you say crud? I
3: said crud. <laughs> Italy is, of course, close to the papal seat and whatnot, so I chose to take the high road in language, being a good Roman Catholic okay. like I am.
1: Yes, the the Catholics are known for their good language. <laughs> is it the Amalfi Coast? Okay, yes. Yeah, I feel like that's Yeah, I can dig it.
3: Yeah.
1: I feel like that's on a whole new level of living.
3: Okay. What if 10 minutes of your trip had to be in a Jeep because your property was so inaccessible to the masses that you literally had to have a four-wheel drive to get to it?
1: I mean, I love the idea of it, let the romance of it. Mm-hmm. On a practical level, I it would be I'm so bad. I'd have to retrain myself in how to
3: run a household because... If yeah. you had this kind of a household, you'd be paying someone to run the house.
1: Okay, then that's fine. If <clears> someone <throat> else is taking care of grocery runs yeah. and Target runs and all of the runs, then okay, that's great.
3: Okay. When I was a kid, I can remember parents shopping for a home, and, and the absolute fierce fixation of my mother was how far away is the hospital? Is this in a good school district? I never district?
1: Would have thought of that. Okay, schools is yes. Is
3: this in a good school district? Um, it seems like people are friendly. Came up, but I mean, how the hell do you even judge that? Yeah. Until you've been there. Sure. Um, I don't know, but that was that was it. It was. Where's the? How far is away the, the closest emergency room? Really? Yeah.
1: No, no one in your family has any pre-existing conditions, or that you knew about at the time.
3: I can't think of a single. The only trip I've ever made to the emergency room was to take you there when we found out you had a expensive pregnancy test to get accomplished.
1: <laughs> Shut up.
3: It, well, I'm just saying that was my You've only. Never
1: trip. been a patient in the emergency room. No. That surprises me somehow.
3: I just huffed it out and went to the normal doctor. You
1: were in a major car accident where you rolled your car like three yeah. times and you've never been in the emergency. No.
3: We called my buddy, doctor. His first name's Phil. So don't get all, ha, 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 Dr. Phil, he's a good dude. And uh he, he had a family practice there in the little town. Called him. I felt, you know, we did the, the check. All my parts were moving and I wasn't dizzy or anything, but he agreed, come on in. We'll take a look at you for some reason, I had to take my pants off. No, that part's not true. That's not true. Um, but yeah, he came in, looked at me. Everything's good. Sent me home. Gave me some ibuprofen.
1: Oh, my gosh. I guess I never put that part of the story all together. You did not even go to a proper he also clinic or anything. one
3: time drained my knee on his kitchen table.
1: Oh, man. He's a good gosh. doctor. Yeah.
3: Cared about his people. He's Definitely. a good man. He really is. I'm not... People can laugh and think, "Oh, what a hillbilly all that!" Right. He was just a good man that cared about people, and yes, uh, yep. So, yeah. All
1: right. Where do Before we move on, what's what's top of the list for you?
3: For me, um, attractiveness and to my own particular taste, as strange or cool as it may seem to others, I I know what I want. Part of attractiveness to me, along with just the aesthetic pleasure of the place and of its immediate vicinity. Um, part of what's attractive to me is having uh, lateral distance on our two sides. Well, okay. and for that matter, even behind would be ideal. I don't, I don't want to be in my backyard and look and see or hear other humans. Okay.
1: Yeah. Well, we got a big problem where well, we live now. Well, yeah, we're
3: not getting it done here. Here, it's a regular circus.
1: Yeah. So you basically are like, don't fence me in. I need space and oh, you can I, have fences. I need privacy. But I mean, like, you need the wideness
3: of privacy. I just don't. Want, yeah, I don't want people up in my business. Mm-hmm. Maybe, maybe I want to pick my nose on the back porch. Maybe can, I want to take a leak in the backyard.
1: You could do that here. No. Uh, if people somebody call at the you cops, that's, that's listen, their problem.
3: You do that as an adult man, and somebody <laughs> calls the cops, you have to file as a sex offender. All
1: right, don't do that. We have a bathroom yep. right
3: here. I've done the research. That's how invested I am in backyard urination. <laughs> that's not true. But I do know that. That's one of those strange facts that I, I came across and I cannot let go of. I just oh, know that. Lord help us. Okay.
1: Oh, the good news is that in 1925, Sears. Sears and Roebuck Company, opened its first retail store. Now, prior mm-hmm. to this, since the 1890s, they'd sold by catalog only and, in fact, had scandalized many a teenage boy with the Brazier section oh
3: of the catalog. Oh, boy. Scandalized the mothers.
1: That, too. Do you think there's any Sears stores still open? I don't know. They mostly seem to have gone the way of the
3: service merchandise. Yeah. Um, 1937... It was reported that the White House roof was leaking, the the presidential abode, as it were. I understand. It's leaking. Mm -hmm. And that further rain and snow was expected. Congress debated long and hard as to whether or not they would approve the $400 expense to fix it.
1: (sighs) That
3: sounds like our government. Yeah. I know you're the president and all, but... uh, $400 is $400, you know. The more things change, the more they stay the same.
2: Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds.
0: Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am, but Noom worked for me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today.
3: I don't know. They seem pretty fast and loose with the money now.
1: Well, in 1980, the FBI operation known as Abscam... CAPITALS, all caps, A-B-S-C-A-M, mm-hmm. was made known to the public. It was a mission designed to uncover scandalous activity taking place within the government. Mm-hmm. So basically, the FBI was going to try to report on the CIA, and the CIA probably shut that shit down real fast.
3: No, they were reporting on our our elected government officials.
1: And the CIA.
3: Well, maybe also that. I, didn't, I do believe that... A handful of folks were, quote unquote, brought to justice. But I think the real reality here is the hidden joke within the name of the Operation Ab Scam. Of course it was a scam or they would have emptied all of everything inside the Beltway. We'd just have a massive hole of ghost town.
1: But there would still be the CIA.
3: Maybe not inside the Beltway anymore.
1: Hmm, That's true. There's probably more CIA outside of the Beltway than there is inside. That's true. Well, what do you know about that?
3: What I know is that in 1992, the damn IRS versus Willie Nelson. Oh, man. Can't you just leave Willie alone? He just wants to smoke his joints and ride around the country on his tour bus. Right. Picking in a grin and play some music. Growing out those brains. Participate in illicit behaviors. Yeah. He's not hurting anybody. He's not
1: paying taxes, but he's not hurting anyone. Right?
3: Well, they reached a settlement at least. Mm. Willie owed $16.7 and they agreed to just accept nine. million. Mm. I don't feel like that's how it normally works, but I could be wrong.
1: Eh, it worked for Willie.
3: Yeah. And it gave him a lot of street cred amongst the hillbillies and rednecks.
1: That's for sure. What Willie did not learn from the mafia is
3: you cannot mess is it, it around. Is it street cred? Yes. Or is it? Ranch cred. Gravel cred, dirt cred, I dirt don't know. Dirt road cred. Some kind of other cred. There are not a lot of streets in those parts.
1: Red dirt road cred.
3: Yeah, that feels more correct.
1: Um, But yeah, you cannot mess around with taxes. The government will come after you.
3: Yeah, every time. Every, every time. damn time. Just look at the poster boy, Al Capone. Yes.
1: Learn a lesson.
3: Indeed. Pay your taxes.
1: Pay your taxes. Well, in 2007... Having analyzed decades of climate data or data, is it data or data?
3: It's both. Okay. Potato, potato.
1: From the depths of the oceans to the stratosphere, it was decided that humans are responsible for climate change. Who decided that? You didn't put that in the notes.
3: Well, the people. People Collectively? The people who paid for the study to be done. Uh,
1: Well, okay. I thought you were going to say, like, the science of the americas or some kind of something
3: it was uh the church of scientology Mm. i believe is who covered this well there we go okay so i do want to point out just a couple things and i'm not a what do they call it uh is it a climate change denier what's the yeah yeah climate
1: change denier i'm not
3: i'm not a denier okay i'm Unconvicted by the things that I have come across and read. And that okay. doesn't mean that I don't give a shit, that I don't think we should do anything that seems responsible. Mm-hmm. I'm all for doing things that responsibly would decrease our impact on the world. Um, I, like I said, I'm still, I'm unable to look at what's been presented along with what wasn't presented and say definitively, well, this. I'm not that convicted yet. And then what's really ridiculous to me, and maybe it's just whoever wrote this headline, but that they've, you know, they've scoured over and they've analyzed decades of climate data. Hey, that's a joke. Decades? That's all the more you covered? That's going to tell you nothing. We have been in recorded history on this earth for a speck of time. There's no way, we don't have older data to know what kind of cycles were natural, even what we can gather through geological core sampling of ice stuff, all the things. man. It's just, it's it's a guessing game.
1: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
3: So, I'm not denying, I'm saying, let's treat everybody like they're a little bit more intelligent than how we're treating them, and let's really, if it needs more research, do more research. Or... If you want to just get off of the uh, catchphrase, just be like, "Hey, let's instead of let's fight climate change, let's fight irresponsible dumbassery." Let's. I like it. Do this over here instead.
1: That's a marketing campaign I can get behind.
3: Okay, is it? A, it's not a mug or a T-shirt.
1: It's a little long for a mug.
3: Yeah, maybe dumbassery by itself. Yeah. And the circle with the line through it. Yeah. Maybe, okay. maybe that. I don't All know. All right,
1: I can dig it. Yeah.
3: Well, in twenty nineteen. And this is important. More than 40 ancient mummies are found, ages anywhere 330 BC to 30 BC, or the time frames. 40 of them. They're found at an archaeological site south of Cai- Cairo, Egypt. What year is this? This was 2019. Oh, okay. It was just hidden Very recent. by all of the debacles since. Yeah. The best part was that for twenty five cents you could take a look, oh my gosh. and its owner, affectionately known as the Mummy King, no. was arrested for trying to hire someone to embalm Carol Baskin. She wasn't dead yet. You can't embalm people until they're dead.
1: That was such a long walk. <laughs> it was such a you planted the seeds early. I did, and we got there. Are you proud of yourself? I
3: feel like I've breastfed an infant for the last forty minutes know, yes. trying to get here.
1: Do you know? Is I that do. what it feels
3: like? I do. My my, man, my man-maries are sore. Oh my gosh, you're so
1: dumb. <laughs> that was good, though. I, I appreciate the through line. Okay. I, I was not anticipating that.
3: That's the best I had to give today. I'm exhausted. No uh, wonder
1: you're tuckered out.
3: That was the best I could come up with.
1: We do have two trendings. Okay, well, the good news is that CNN, in their now copious free time,
3: mm-hmm. has
1: published a piece looking back on the fashion evolution of one Mr. Harry Styles.
3: Yes, I believe he's 27 now.
1: Is he really? I think
3: that's what I'd, I'd skimmed on that. I didn't spend a lot of time reading the article. I just assumed uh, that at least your co-host, she probably already knows about this and mm-hmm. has been uh, burying the lead on it oh, yeah. for some reason. So I've I've let the, the Harry Styles cat out of the fashion bag, if you will. <laughs>
1: oh, my gosh.
3: But it's out there. It's okay. out there and available to read. And it does walk through, uh, beginning with what he first showed up wearing on was it what show was it where he was discovered um i don't know i can't remember now the x factor was it x factor i
1: don't know it's i grim-ish. wanted to
3: say that but then i to, I think it may have been x factor and it, it walks you through that to, to current
1: okay so, i like it yeah
3: in phases even yeah. sure. so if you want to if you particularly admired or want to replicate you, you know him of a specific era it could be helpful Trending number two. Okay, we got two of them. This one's interesting. It's uh, it's awesome to me on a more serious level of... I, I deeply detest injustice, dishonesty, mm. um, bullying at the corporate level. Okay. And you have Steven Crowder, who, if anybody's unfamiliar with him, he's uh, he is a host. He has a podcast. He has a... Video thing, does all kinds of stuff. He's a content creator. Mm-hmm. He is over the top, mm-hmm. for sure. That's kind of his shtick. I think he and a conservative guy, and yet he's pretty pretty uh squirrely at times. I think the first time that uh he was on Ben Shapiro's show, he wore a t-shirt and underwear. Just to be
1: all right, he's that kind of his
3: Honest self. Just to be honri just to be ornery, to poke digs at people on his show, he will at different times, because again, it's not just the audio, you can go watch videos of it as well, so the video is just usually him in the studio, though sometimes, they've done a few very small limited video production things. In any event, he'll wear an outfit to make a silent dig, like if there's a lot of turmoil over gun laws, Mm -hmm. then he'll come in wearing a, a pistol and a side holster, like an a under-the-arm side holster or something.
1: And not say anything about it. Right. Just do it. Just
3: do it. Or he'll... He frequently smokes cigars, different things, uh, just to be agitating, but also because it's who he is. He is a believer in gun rights and mm-hmm. he likes a good cigar and, and different things. So, granted, he's a little bit of a squirrely guy, but he is wildly popular. I think a lot of people appreciate um, the intellect of his humor, but also on his... Reporting and his pointing out of, hey, this thing over here is BS. Okay. Some people really like to be alerted to what is BS, and they revel in that. Um, so he has announced just, I can't remember if it was yesterday or Monday that it that it was. Wait, what's today? Today, so yesterday or Sunday? I think he talked about it briefly Sunday. I think Monday was when the official. It came, he made the announcement and filed charges. He's suing Facebook, and not in a small way. Okay. Um, He's, he is small, but he's bigger than you think. Okay. Um, He's suing them on the grounds of unfair competition, fraud, false advertising, and antitrust. And uniquely from anybody else that has gone after Facebook, including our own government, he's doing so using their very own EULA against them.
1: And the
3: is? It's the end user license agreement. The whole long thing that you don't read that you just click, yeah, okay, because yeah. it's the only way you get to use their stuff. Right. He's using their own statements against them. Okay. Um, now, one of the key pieces of evidence that he's offering, and this was definitively, it was the trigger point for him. He was doing an election day live stream. Okay. And had amassed 8.1 million viewers. It okay. was literally the biggest live stream ever Mm -hmm. on the biggest platform Mm -hmm. ever Mm -hmm. and mysteriously he was inexplicably cut off before it was done no reason ever provided as to why just nothing no communication that alone is violation now is it worthy of lawsuit or not he's pulled in a lot of these other charges and other things just to really say enough is enough you're a big bully
1: Mm.
3: and this is wrong yeah So, it will be interesting to me, I hope, truly for all of our sakes, that it goes somewhere, even if it's at some point finally just them, not necessarily losing, but quitting, just hide it better. Quit screwing people over so blatantly. That's frustrating. Feel free, Zuckerberg, to cancel the Sort of Kyle account. I will just sign up with another.
1: (laughs) If uh, Wednesday morning we wake up and sort of Kyle is no more, we'll know why.
3: It will be sort of, sort of Kyle.
1: There we go. Tricky. Yeah.
3: Trick them. I'll show their algorithm. Yeah. Well, it's time to whirl, but it's just lol.
1: Yeah, uh, we've had a busy couple of hours since we last sat down to record, so we haven't watched anything.
3: We we did watch a thing, but literally both fell asleep Mm -hmm. so early into it that we technically didn't watch it. Yeah. Um, likewise, had no time to read Today's Been a Day. Now, before we get into that stuff, which is technically part of lifestyle for us, I do want to go over one thing for listening. And it's more of a faux pas that I caught today. It was while you were, I'd gone with you to pick up Nico. You'd gone inside to get him. I was sitting out in the vehicle so that as our illegally parked suburban along the red stri- or red painted curb. Fire uh, zone. The fire zone. Yeah. If a cop showed up, I was going to climb over and drive off laughing maniacally.
1: I have been parking in fire zones since Listen. I was in college. Sue me.
3: Yeah. Hey, it's it's all fun and games until you come out and you're like, where's my, where's my car? And then it costs you five hundred dollars to get the damn thing back, and it's probably more than that now.
2: Thank you for
1: sitting in the suburban and and just posed and ready to climb over and and posed and poised. Yeah, exactly to climb over and peel out laughing maniacally if needed. Yes, that you're entertaining yourself while you're in there by yourself by listening to our favorite station, the oldies. Right
3: for this very purpose, I have. You don't know about this. I've purchased. A small, thin blue line flag, so that as I'm peeling out, racing <laughs> away, I can show them I support what you do, just not to me.
1: <laughs> uh, it works, good. right? Yeah, it does.
3: That's like the people that have the the trooper oh, yeah. booster stickers can you thinking. Mean, you
1: can still do that? I haven't seen. I don't a know. Trooper I haven't seen those in years.
3: I don't okay. know. Anyway, back on topic. Yeah. So I'm sitting out in the suburban, eyes peeled. I always squat down with just my eyes above the edge of the windowsill. <laughs> Um, because I feel like that's more stealthy. I want I want them to get excited about the ticketing, so that they're let down when I drop off.
1: <laughs> well, at least he was it's, a
3: trooper. It's supporter. all part of the yeah the thing. I yes. feel like they need that too. They want that. They like that. They're like, how come nobody does this anymore? And they're like, oh, I spotted. God, I got one, boys. I got one. Meet me at the median on I forty four where we all sit and. Pull side to side and talk through the windows and don't do our job. That's not a. That's not an attack. No,
1: that's not an actual fact we, that we saw, it saw today.
3: <laughs> yeah, we see it regularly. It goes on. Um, so yeah, this is boy. This story's taken a while to get through. Yes. Um, I'm in there. I'm in the radio's playing, and I hear the song "Working for the Weekend" by Loverboy,
1: 1981 on. release.
3: It's a great song. Yeah. And I was thinking. Man, I like this song, but it just doesn't feel right. Well, you know why? It's because it's freaking Tuesday. Don't
1: play that song on a Tuesday, K O M A.
3: Minimally, that song should be available Thursday plus uh-huh. only. Yeah, It's fine. You want to pull it out on Saturday. There's some people that work Saturdays. You want to pull it out on Sunday as kind of a, a goodbye to the weekend. Yeah. That's okay. But don't play it at the first part of the week. No. That's just wrong. So I put the radio station on a temporary timeout. I will not listen to it until later.
1: Now you'll have to listen to my podcast
3: with me. Well, every time you get out there, your phone syncs up and starts playing That's what I'm
1: saying. Yes.
3: All right. Now, into lifestyle, I'll give a little bit of preliminary. The Jeep, and Jeep is the second lifestyle. They all kind of marry together. The Jeep will be here. Actually, it will be here tonight.
1: Monday in real time.
3: Yes, Monday in real time. It will be here. Um, But it's getting here late, like probably nine o'clock or later. Mm -hmm. And when you're having a vehicle transported, it's really important that you do a responsible job at the moment of pickup, not after Mm -hmm. examining it because you will sign off on the bill of lotting or lading, whatever it's called, um, to say it's in good condition. And if you haven't identified something wrong with it at that point and identified it tough, okay that's your it's your one chance fancy all right don't Don't let let yourself yourself down down. so i need it to be daylight so i can really i'm sure everything is fine it's truly a small percentage of times that there's an issue but i want to be responsible rather than greedy and and take my time with it but Mm. i am thrilled it will be here in the in the interim um then we decided before we even knew that we knew that we knew we'd have the jeep in the next few days but we decided today was the day to sell the pickup yes so that the driveway is ready for the new girl that's right so we took the lazy way out we drove over kind of this is involved too um before i found the Mojito. mojito green jeep I had found one on CarMax that was white, mm-hmm. white with matching fenders, top, very, very good looking mm-hmm. Jeep, leather, all the all the lovely things. Very lovely. I'd found that it was not here though, mm-hmm. um, but it was in close enough distance that they would ship it here for free for me to look at and test drive and all of that. Yes. Um, and so we would made it kind of a dual thing. I don't know. It's probably more dishonest than it then it was considerate just to go ahead and go show up and take the test drive and be like, no, I just don't think I'm interested in this one. Yeah. Um I don't know. I felt weirdly obligated. I, I guess for a moment I allowed myself to be a slave to CarMax and or societal <laughs> it's niceties. Fine. We but, only wasted yeah.
1: the CarMax salesman like 15 minutes tops. Yeah, if that,
3: if that for him. Because yeah. the whole time, honestly, the whole time that we were dealing with him, and then test driving it, which he wasn't waiting on us then. That was the time also they were using to work up a bit on the pickup, which we needed to get sold. And the easy, yes. it's easy. Yeah. You give up a few hundred bucks, that's the cost of the ease. That's right. Um, and actually, we got, honestly, I think they, they gave us a bad quote on their behalf. They paid us more uh, than what I could determine through Kelly Blue Book that that truck was worth. Yes. So that all worked out wonderfully well. Then, oh, and one other fun thing. Um, while we were waiting to settle up as it were, sign paperwork, get the check, all that, there was gonna be about a thirty minute delay. So we skipped out of there, we drove what half a mile yeah. over and went to a cigar shop and got a couple of nice cigars.
1: And had a nice visit with a the guy there, and he was wearing yeah. sandals and they were like rope sandals. Rope sandals. And, I
3: liked it. and it's in, it was in the thirties or forties today. Yeah. So it was a true commitment I to sandaling.
1: Deeply appreciated and respected his commitment to comfortable footwear.
3: Yes. Yes. It's
1: great. Anyway, the most important part of this story is while we were on our test drive with the not Jeep that we are not buying. Yes.
3: It was a Jeep that we're not It was
1: buying. a real Jeep and yes. it was very nice. <clears throat> not Mojito. Not Mojito. Very nice. It was very nice. Uh, we had stopped at a stoplight and we're visiting and I said, Kyle, that lady, I think that lady's knitting. We looked over. It wasn't actually knitting. She was crocheting.
3: The driver.
1: The driver. The, the driver. The people next to us was at the stoplight crocheting and just sitting there. As you do at a stoplight. But she was crocheting. We were just talking like idiots. Yeah. She was getting something done. This
3: is this is 20 feet deep of crap. This is terrible. You, you don't do this.
1: You are so bothered. I was just laughing. You were deeply like on a molecular level you are bothered by It this. is
3: wrong. It is wrong. She was doing it. People that do that, people that extensively make up themselves. Yeah, you. I've
1: done that many times. It is Put my Wrong. face on at yeah. stoplights.
3: Not acceptable. But
1: if you're just sitting there, what else are you going to do? Um, pay so attention they're...
3: to what's going on around you. Uh, be as the operator of heavy machinery. Be effing responsible. Uh, <laughs> lives are at stake around you. Bigger
1: vehicles, including fully yours. Stopped.
3: That doesn't matter. You have not seen some of the things I've seen. Evidently, in life, things okay. can happen. Yes. Being alert is good.
1: Okay. All right. Yeah.
3: That. Only angered me somewhat less than people that try to bring crochet and crafts onto airplanes. But
1: you don't like that either. I don't let like people that. live their lives. No,
3: listen, yes, live your life, but understand where you are and what's appropriate.
1: What else are you going to do on a plane? On a plane? Cook?
3: There are three accepted things to do on a plane. Okay. Three, count them. One, two, three.
1: You actually, you take books onto planes and you actually read them. I Mm -hmm. take a book on every plane I've ever been on and never read it.
3: Yeah, well, your fault.
1: Well, also, I have crippling (laughs) traveling science. Okay, well. I have to breathe into a paper bag to get through the flight.
3: That's ridiculous. And I'm ashamed (laughs) that I know you. There's three things you can do. You can read a book. You can... Be that jerk that won't stop talking to everyone around you. Here's what I do. Or you can put on headphones, zone out, sleep, also hold a book up, other things. That's it. That's your choices.
1: No. Well.
3: Movie watching involves headphones, so that ties into that.
1: that's fair. I am 2B. I don't just talk to people. I like to ask people questions. Yeah, like, I know. I, say,
3: I will never sit by you on a flight.
1: Tell me your life story start at the beginning. Don't leave anything out. Don't stop. All I'll be sleeping
3: just like I do when I ask my husband to talk to me at night.
1: Well, because you have the perfect oh, voice Oh, the
3: perfect me. plane ride voice.
1: Your voice, it, it, when I'm tired, your voice is the perfect pitch and timbre. That I just want to go to sleep.
3: voice is like...
1: Hypnotic.
3: ...gravel in a... No. ...in a... What's the in a, uh, in a ringer? In a ringer, like you'd wring your clothes out, but there's gravel in the pockets. That's dumb.
1: Don't say that. That's not um, true.
3: So now I'm dumb as well.
1: It's dumb to say that about your voice. Your Thank voice you. does not
3: sound like that. Thank you. Any more deeply insightful, loving comments? You want to pile on while I'm down? You want to call the kids? Hey, everybody, get a kick in. Dad's down.
0: Be just like last night. <laughs>
1: Love to know what the Awesome Today fam likes to do on a plane. And if you like to do handcrafts on a plane, I support you.
3: I don't. And I'm in the gonna ask of your you life to turn in your membership card. To Awesome Today fam? Yep. Okay. And possibly even to awesome, sort of.
1: To, awesome, <laughs> to the humanity in general.
3: Yes. Yes. Um, it's not irrevocable. You can change. Okay. We're here to help you do that.
1: All right. You wouldn't
3: know if we hadn't informed you. There's three... Appropriate things Did, well, to do on a phone. You plane.
1: can also just like the Read the Skyball magazine.
3: That's the equivalency of a book. Reading, okay. Period. periodical book, phone, okay. tablet, laptop. All reading right. is a thing.
1: Okay. Okay. I, I thank you for expanding your definition. Yes. Our dogs are.
3: It was a generous gift as well because I didn't even begin to put stipulations on. Hey, if you read the next Michelle Obama book, that doesn't count. I didn't go down any of those trails.
1: You're gonna get burned down. Why? I don't know. People. I think she said everything
3: she had to say in the first book. Does she need a second one? There's
1: only one book.
3: That's what I'm saying. Oh, okay. She said everything she had to say. All right okay i didn't say anything about the quality or lack thereof in that book
1: that's true Neither i just said if a you friend. read
3: the next one.
1: Oh, okay So see what you're saying all right well in the meantime
3: in the meantime why are you doing it well go ahead if you're going to finish it out do you
1: usually say in the meantime yeah i'm sorry i must You've be like- really
3: paid so much attention as i've worked and given <laughs> to you i feel like an unrequited lover in so it's many good. ways it's good
1: to want things
3: What's that have to do with anything? Are you getting on a plane soon? Maybe. Okay. Well, close it out, boss.
1: I don't know how. Oh, you took it over. In the meantime, have an awesome today, would you? What do you say?
3: Please do. Bye. See, I do pay attention, you (laughs) jerk.
2: Songs that are about a specific day of the week can feel disingenuous when played on a day that is not in close proximity. Find Awesome Today and Sorta Awesome Media on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, TikTok, and literally everywhere podcasts are found.
1: Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so
2: much more, with Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands.